0: The Wreckyard Women's Prison Podcast, where we are live on The Wreckyard every Wednesday night. Wow. Hey. <laughs> hey, guys. Hi, hey, welcome. Welcome to The Wreckyard. Don't worry about that little extra. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I thought the silent mode was on my phone just don't ask any questions. How are you tonight, Toont?
1: Oh, I'm, I'm good. I'm just
0: thinking, I wonder
1: if there'll ever be a show that we just do the intro perfectly without some strange thing happening.
0: I I don't know if that will happen. I told you, I don't know if we're equipped <laughs> to run a live show on our own. <laughs>
1: We need a producer. So, if there's anybody that would like to produce our show, um, we currently can't pay
0: you. So. <laughs> right. Can we work out a barter system? Yeah, that's what we're looking for. A producer that maybe could we could do some barter, bartering with like social media work, social media promotion. Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. We got, we got some kind of good social media accounts to do that. Uh, So we're definitely willing to do that. So I was thinking
1: too, that I could maybe pimp Lori out. Is it, can I say that?
0: I don't know if you can. It's <laughs> already and we're live, we're live. So you said it. It's all, it's already out there. You can't take it back now.
1: I can't. It was inappropriate, Lori, and I'm sorry. Um, just not really, but I feel like I should apologize. So.
0: And for those of you who might not know who our personal friends are in life, Lori is our very good friend, and in in Toonchi's imagination, that is her wife. well you know uh, hope springs eternal
1: um so let's we'll keep our fingers crossed about the development of that in the future
0: yes we don't know we don't know what tomorrow brings um yeah (laughs) for sure so guys it is wednesday night and we are live on the Rec Yard Women's Prison Podcast, we see several of you have already joined us live. We see you in the chat. Thanks so much for that. Um, welcome, welcome. My name is Marcy Marie. And I'm Tucci. And we're so happy to see you. And Audra, Audra Lee says a perfect indra, intro would be such a disappointment. <laughs> well,
1: thank you. Thank you. I, maybe that's what makes us so so much fun is that you never know what you're going to get. You really don't.
0: (laughs) Absolutely not. I was sending a last minute email to someone that was trying to get something posted that wants to link my account. So I'm like, oh, I got to get that done real quick. So that that's what was happening, me trying to get things together. So (laughs) I surely apologize for that. But we are we have a good episode tonight. Yeah,
1: I, I, we've got one that that I feel like is is fun and a little bit more jazzy, like my couch. Um, and you know, sometimes it's nice to have that after weeks of of more, of more serious topics.
0: Yeah, we did need to kind of take things to a lighter level tonight. We have to give ourselves um, grace uh, and also time to laugh and think about the good things because. Tunchy and I have lots of good memories from inside the penitentiary. We met so many amazing women that helped me personally get through my time. I can speak for me for sure. And it just, it wasn't all gloom and doom. Prison is, is a very harmful and hazardous environment, but the women that we were with they They made it bearable, and they gave us moments of joy and fun in there, and so that's kind of what we're talking about tonight,
1: yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, you know i i I really love that we've created and kind of duplicated or brought with us that sense of community um in our advocacy spaces and our friendships out here. I mean, it really sees me through my my days that can be really tough, just like it did on the inside, so. Yeah, well, and then I can't wait to hear everybody else's um, prison slang and nicknames. I've got a list over here that we're going to go over, but I I mean, I can't wait to hear because we're going to forget some stuff, and I'm sure the the girls here are going to make sure we remember.
0: For sure. We have to have you guys help for sure because we kind of try to remember, but we know that that there are lots more that we're not remembering and nicknames um, but before we do that hey let let's do a weekly recap hey that, was that wasn't too bad that was good that was that good. was self-produced <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: was. honey i'm proud of our self-produced stuff i mean it's our community we're building that sees us through our real janky production so but that was great so you start with the recap for for the week
0: well I was trying to think what was going on <laughs> so we we operate in such a a state of busyness and f- full-blown work all day long that sometimes it's hard to remember exactly what so obviously um, the Texas prison system, they initiated a statewide lockdown on the 6th. Several of those units have already come up from lockdown. Um, We're still hearing lots of reports about the lack of food, the folks not getting fed on time. Uh, And then we've also been notified that this, this lockdown does not count towards their regular biannual lockdown. So, before this statewide lockdown there were units that just came off of um lockdown and then there now there are units that are going to go down any week any day any week now after coming up after this um
1: yeah you're you're absolutely right um so we've been dealing with that right and uh and i think it's interesting let's talk a, a little bit about how the state responded last week, I think it was around Friday, they had posted a video uh, on Instagram and in their social media with this very sanitized version of what was happening in the lockdowns and, and kind of highlighting all the things that we we as advocates and loved ones have brought to to the forefront, you know, the food, the terrible conditions. And it was so... Uh, we were having a meeting in our other groups uh, about some stuff, and Marcy was like, "I can't even think straight. <laughs> like, this is so infuriating um, to see them present this narrative to like hijack our stories." Uh, so, you can check out the Lioness uh, YouTube that we did uh, a live. Several of us that they kind of reclaim that narrative. Like, Mm-mm, no, 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 <laughs> this is the real story, um, and here's why this presentation. Uh, that the state is presenting is completely uh, inaccurate um, in terms of what's really happening. So I'm really proud that we did that because, you know, that, that's, you know, confronting state section violence is always making sure that your narratives and your stories um, hold front and center um, and not letting them take a hold of it uh, to whitewash it.
0: Right. It was insulting watching that video from the Texas department of criminal justice, describing what their sanitized version of what's happening during the lockdown them wanting to make families believe that their loved ones on the inside are blatantly lying about what's taking place that was insulting and it was infuriating it it left a really bad taste in my mouth and um yeah it it was and this is a good point so angel's watching on linkedin and he says does anyone really know what happens back there so So to a degree. Right. We know from our lived experiences what happens and then we're hearing we're part of some organizations that have hundreds of members that are currently incarcerated that we're hearing from. So we and that we trust, you know what they're saying lines up with the letters that we're receiving from across the state. It's not one or two people. It's hundreds of letters from different units all across the state. And so that, yeah, 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 we kind of do know what's going on. Right.
1: And, you know, lots of our journalist friends and lots of advocates receive actual cell phone footage um, from contraband cell phones that, you know, they've They're having this big shakedown. Uh, I need to add that to our slang list. Um, (laughs) They're having this big shakedown, lockdown. And, you know, the guys, I I don't know any of the women with contraband cell phones because that's just not the top contraband we had. Um, But we're seeing it. Like it's video. Like it's, we have the actual, we can actually now see uh, and share with the world what's happening through these videos. And they take a great risk to do that. And I think advocates take a great risk in receiving them. So, um, yeah, it's happening. And uh, I think that was the biggest thing last week is just really confronting that, you know, that 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 narrative that was trying to be stolen from us.
0: Exactly. And you're talking about um, contraband phones and uh, some of these angels mentioning the shoe. And absolutely, those guys are in seg with contraband phones and we're getting leaked footage. We're seeing leaked footage online of all kinds of events that are happening from behind those little mesh doors. And it's frightening. Frankly, it's quite frightening what's going on. Yeah. Well, that's, as far as this week goes, Toonch, do we have, I, I think that that was pretty much what, unless I'm forgetting something.
1: No, that's a that's a lot of what we first focused on um, in the news from the inside currently.
0: Uh, yeah. On a personal note, my girlfriend, Brittany, who's those of you that might not know, I met her in prison and we've been home out here and together for she's been home about three and a half years. I've been home about two and a half. Well, she has been working out of state. She's been gone for five long weeks and she came home today. So... <laughs> You're like,
1: let's get this podcast done so
0: (laughs) you can get home. (laughs) Right, Mm -hmm. right. Well, she's visiting her mom right now. Uh, She dropped me off here. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm using my daughter's apartment for my studio today. And yeah, so um, that was good news on my part. Yeah, and we'll all be uh, in the
1: Dallas area, um, the Dallas group for Linus, um, we'll be hanging out, going to a Rangers game. So I'm really looking forward to that and to be able to see Brit and everybody.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. It's going to be lots of fun. And so speaking of prison relationships and prison slang, because that's what we're talking about tonight. Uh, It's kind of a more lighthearted subject. So we'll kind of move on from lockdown updates. If you guys want to stay in tune with what's going on with the statewide lockdown here in Texas prisons, make sure and follow Tunchi and I on our regular social media platforms and also our Linus platforms because, uh, and that's our website there. Linus, Justice Impacted Women's Alliance. All of our socials are connected to that website. So you guys can follow our socials there for updates. And tonight we're going to be talking about nicknames, prison nicknames, and prison lingo or prison slang, which It feels like a whole nother world in there because you certainly do have your own language. And we're talking about my prison girlfriend, which since we were together for a number of years in there and we certainly weren't married, we did not have a wedding, even a prison wedding, but she in there, she was my wife and that's prison slang.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And and let me tell you, and I think I've mentioned on other podcasts how I was with Lindsay for five years and she kept calling like why don't you call me your wife I said because you're not (laughs) (laughs) and you wonder why I'm single um yeah no I mean people that had been together even not very long like your girlfriend is is your wife
0: very much so so then that gets a little tricky when you're with your prison girlfriend and you come out to the free world and you're used to calling her your wife but that doesn't really translate out here
1: right because uh, people are like so you're married And you're like well n- not quite yet <laughs> like it it almost means two different things right and i i think you know when when gay marriage passed uh it it suddenly was it, i don't know it took on like another layer of meaning for those of us who who were incarcerated obviously
0: For sure, for sure. Already some folks are coming in with their nicknames in the chat. You guys make sure if you did time, drop your prison nickname in the chat or tell us a funny or intriguing nickname that you knew of someone else that we might want to know. Desiree Shaw, who is um, a regular listener. We're so happy to have you tonight, Desiree. She said she she had two nicknames, Easy Money, this one... (laughs) You're going to make me say this total white girl and it has a Hispanic. What is conjito. this? Conjito. What conjito. is a conjito? Conjito is um.
1: somebody to please put the meaning in the, in the chat.
2: Uh,
1: <laughs> Osha in white. Um, <laughs> you know, I was with Desiree when I was younger, uh, the first 10 years. And um, she was a legal eagle. Um, another term, right? Like she was in the law library she wrote her own appeal like she's she's amazing and she knew policy and she knew laws um and she uh, also was my personal nurse several times um she's she's brilliant so uh yeah osha and white marcy what was your nickname no, I I totally lied last podcast when I said I knew what your nickname was. Um because I, just I wanted didn't you
0: have to sweat. one. Honey, you had to have one. I promise I, that I didn't. Was it Barbie? <laughs> <laughs> was, so we, there was a group of us. There mm-hmm. were three blondies, right, that um, – We were very good friends, and it was me, shout out to Lindsay, who's home now and has the most beautiful babies, and shout out to Cher Marie, who is still incarcerated on the Mountain View unit, but it was us three that kind of hung out together, and we were called the Barbies, like that in general, but not necessarily just directed at me. And people called me Marcy Simmons. (laughs) They called me my (laughs) first and last name. There were a couple other Marcies on the unit. And even officers would call me Marcy Simmons, like my whole (laughs) whole name.
1: name. That's so crazy, right? Like, because for so long, Marcy, like I don't even, I mean, I just now have acclimated to my name like Jennifer or Jen. Because for so long, the system just called me by my last name. Like, because there were a lot of Jennifers, right? But Toon was very unique. And even in, in the world now, one of my bosses will just say Tune, You know, like there's something about my last name that feels, I feel like more like me than Jennifer. Sometimes when people say Jennifer, I don't even respond because I just, for what, half my life, nobody called me Jennifer,
0: and tune is kind of fun and it's easy to say and it rolls off the tongue and I find myself calling you tune. We didn't know each other in prison, but I find myself calling you tune because there are other Jennifers in our space. So yeah. tune just feels really natural. and of course you're you're Toon-chi. you're the tune.
1: Yes, and and Toonshi is because um, of Little Wayne. Well, actually, Diane, BF Diane um, gave me that name. I didn't even know who Tunchi was. I just thought it was a play on my name that sounded cute. She goes, "Girl, now that's from Little Wayne," and I was like, "What?
0: Oh, I'm gangster." Uh, but <laughs> but my other <laughs> Wait, hold up, stop right there. If you say the word gangster, gangster mm-hmm. er, then you are not my friend gangster <laughs> gangster in the sense of you know prohibition era you
1: know okay. new, new york gangsters like you're oh, an old school gangster, <laughs> not like a street gangsta of course oh, okay. not okay. absolutely not but that was my nickname the last 10 years the first 10 years it was um which i absolutely abhor was harry potter i think me and carrie blakinger share that i hated it star used to call me harry But my girlfriend at the time, her husband's name was Harry. So it really, really angered me, right? Um, And then it became Woody. And a lot of people from my first 10 years still call me Woody. Um, And that's from Toy Story uh, because Belinda Ramirez, who has done over 30 years, um, that's what she named me. And when Belinda gave you a nickname, that was it.
0: So It stuck. It stuck. stuck. And I just want to say Harry Potter and Woody are a common nickname in women's prisons for any female that has a short haircut and maybe is a little thin, maybe looking like Toonch. Now she <laughs> kind of looks like an old man. So probably <laughs> they would call her like if she got locked up today, they would like call you Gramps.
1: That's this, I just am not gonna, I rebuke that in the name of Taylor.
0: <laughs> no, you're not uh, going back.
1: Absolutely not. No, I meant the name. Uh, let, me, let me ask you this, since we're talking about um, women with short hair that are stereotyped, what are the nicknames for uh, the fellas, right? Like stud broad, little boys, that's what they also referred to us as.
0: Well, you always have a boy like their nickname is quite literally right. boy.
1: <laughs> and you always all.
0: have a white boy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> My girlfriend, um, she went by B. Her name is Brittany. So that's very common to go by the first letter of your name. D, B, Q, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, T, those things. Um, and then there was another B that moved in. And so poor Brittany started getting referred to as White Boy B. <laughs> well, there was
1: a lot of White Boys. Like when people are, hey, do you remember White Boy? I'm like, which one? Murray White Boy?
0: Mountain View White Boy? Right. Yeah, that was, that was really common. And, and then the other thing Angel's bringing up, That um, she was called California. Her ex was called Soldier. We definitely had soldiers, Soldier Boy, Soldier Boy, all, all of the plays on that. But California, that's key because a lot of times you got your nickname in prison based on where you were from. If you happen to be anywhere from anywhere but Texas, you were Tennessee, you New were York. Memphis, <laughs> New York, yes, that was, uh, yeah, that was you. You were by your city or your uh, state where you were from. So,
1: you know, also with you, you the, the little boys, the white boy, uh, white boy B, like, like all the plays on that. Let me tell you another common one. And you'll, you'll agree here is baby, little baby, big baby cry baby, short baby. <laughs> yes.
0: yes. Yes. Baby. Uh, for sure. And not just somebody will say, Hey, little baby said, and you'd have to say which little baby and then they'd be like, little baby, the one that's G4, you know, right. or a little baby. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. And if you happen to be, um, any kind of, larger in size you there was a good chance you were gonna be called big baby big baby I know a lot of big babies yes a lot of those big babies were mean too Marcy (laughs) they weren't babies
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh god so what are some of well let me some more common ones was um honey precious but some not so black. There were a lot of blacks. Oh,
0: yes. Yes, that was. Yeah. Um, And it's it's so funny. And you just said that name. And there was I was incarcerated with an old school named Black. She was one of my first um, bunkies. She lived across from me on my first unit at the big prison at Lane Murray. Right. So uh, and she went by Black Uh, and she's home. And she doesn't go by black anymore. And it's so funny because when I see her Facebook posts, you know, now she's whatever her grandmother name is, Grammy or Grams or whatever. And, right. and she, it's just so different. And it, I don't ever recognize their names. Like when I get a friend request, y'all, I don't know their, I don't know your real name. So right. I, I don't recognize that. And then your picture, man, you guys are looking sharp. You guys, you guys came up like y'all, y'all made your glow up out here from our time in the penitentiary. Cause I'm looking at the pictures and I'm like, who is this? And then I look at the friends and then I see that they're commenting about Lane Murray and, and I'm like, man, how, how do I not? And then just something will click and it might be two months into our Facebook (laughs) friendship and I'll be like, Oh shoot. You know that's Peaches, and I I don't mean Peaches—the one I—the one I know. But I'm just using that name. So, and I'm like, oh, that's who that—that was my friend. Like, like, well, you know,
1: Marcy, some of the glow up is a complete radical, maybe a different gender identity or expression, right? Like, you know, it's you—you went from being a stud broad on the inside, and your name was. I don't know, something hardcore like white boy or Trey or whatever. And then, you know, I don't know who you are when you contact me because you are super femmed out and your name is Laura, right? So I'm
0: like, what? Who Who is this? It's so interesting. And I think that, I mean, just kind of finding your identity when you're incarcerated is so different. You 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 cannot be the exact person that you are in the free world. Right. So I think that there's something to that. It's there's some survival mechanism there. But then also, if you go into the penitentiary and you're kind of young, and maybe, maybe you have a short haircut, or maybe you are slightly more masculine than society deems Proper, Right. Maybe you're just maybe you walk a little hard. Maybe you wear your hair in a low ponytail. (laughs) Like it doesn't even you don't even have to be gay or lesbian. Like maybe you just are uh, are a little bit. Maybe you're kind of strong. Maybe you lift weights like that will deem you the nickname of a a masculine nickname. You will be a, a boy and you will be referred to probably with him. He pronouns you know yeah. and and it's just so common in there i've never really come across anybody um in texas state prisons which that's what we were in texas um for those of you asking in the chat so yeah i i haven't come across anybody that really got offended with pronouns in there
1: well i mean i think i've mentioned before that the officers when when y'all called me oh he's which is weird for some reason, I don't know if this happened at Lane Murray, but at Riverside and Mountain View, everything like if I'm talking about this cup, I'm like, oh, I knocked it over. No, you would say, Oh, I knocked, I knocked him over. Like everything was he in him. Like, you know, isn't there, him cute? Yes, in him cute? cute. And you're talking about a, a picture or a you know, a magazine or something. Like there was no it as a as a identity. Every object was a he, him, which was bizarre. I don't know why we did that. Um, but people would call me he or him. And, and you know, I, I just identify as a woman, right? Like, and it really, it bothered me because of my own issues. <laughs> but when the officers did it, now
0: that made me angry. Well, that was different because they weren't doing it as part of the culture. They weren't doing it. Um, they were doing it purposefully in an ugly way. So that's why it offended you. Most of them. Now, some of them maybe just kind of got caught up in the slang or, or whatever, but I would say the majority of the time when an officer, um, they, they would say, like, even to Brittany, who d- very much identifies as a woman, she just has a short haircut, guys. You know, she just happens to like Nike T-shirts and tennis shoes instead of dresses. Uh, but she's definitely a woman. Even her, they would be like, come here, sir. You know, I mean, just, just ridiculous, right? so I, I
1: do want to add this real quick um, that I did see that Lori was making fun of also the way I say gangster. Yes,
0: I saw that. She yeah,
1: just
0: Yeah, she put it gang stir. <laughs> like for for those of you who aren't watching and are listening wherever you hear your favorite podcast at you guys, she literally spelled out the word gang and then she spelled out the word stir, S T I R because that is that's how you are pronouncing it, tooch. I'm just
1: Let's move on. Let's move on to some of the more unusual nicknames, which I have a few here. Um, Possum. We called a friend of mine Possum uh, because she liked to sleep under her bed. (laughs) Uh, We also, um, she also, she had two nicknames, Possum and Big Thumbs, because she had very abnormally large thumbs. So we called her Big Thumbs because she dropped stuff all the time. Um, Nugget. China. That was a common one. China China was was a common common.
0: one. Lots of Chinas.
1: And um, Belinda has a very unique name we gave her. We gave her the nickname Vito from the Godfather uh, because she was very old school, very much ran the dorm and the unit um, like the Godfather. So what are some of the the more unique, strange uh, nicknames you heard?
0: Well, I'm I'm just in the chat. I'm in the chat reading um, Kelly talking about school. Like old school. Uh, and that was definitely uh, anybody that was older, <laughs> even if they hadn't been doing time for a long time, they were going to be called old school. Mm-hmm. Hey, old school wa- over there wants to know if uh, y'all are watching this show later. Like <laughs> old school's asking this, and they're just talking about the older person <laughs> over there. It could be anybody. Um, and Desiree's talking about boys, Sancho. Mm-hmm. miho uh that's uh definitely for um a miho we had lots of mihos um bubba, bubba. and we had yeah angel Laca.
1: mandy uh said angel and nemo we had several angels and, and nemos yes uh, and skittles you're right yeah They're,
0: skittles yeah. was popular uh smithy and i forgot about that there that we had a few smithies and baby boy
2: baby Maybe, yep. boy
0: um little boy uh for and that was just like for younger people with a short haircut (laughs) like it was just so crazy i don't know they're saying conjito is bunny in spanish and we so i'll I'll know
1: that forever now oh my god now how did i not know this and if Lindsay again if she's ever watched the podcast i've already revealed so much that was our nickname to each other, was Bunny, um, because her ears were, she had like that really soft little hair on her ears, um, and I was like, oh, it's fuzzy like a bunny, um, and so we would call each other Bunny. It's another so. nickname.
0: <laughs> you got really, you you went back. That, I did. That memory touched you. You had your hand on your chest like you were just you don't have to do any type of non-verbal analysis well there (laughs) are a lot we have lots of listeners that listen to the show so I want them to get the full experience I'm not going to let those folks miss out on little gems like that too much it's not going to happen and rooster we have rooster yeah redheads yeah yeah. That was a good one. Um, and red, how did we not remember red? There's lots of reds. Lots reds were
1: mean. I'm gonna be honest. All the reds that I knew were were kind of mean too. Maybe people were just mean to. Maybe me. they were just mean to me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had I kind I came across some really nice reds and big babies. You? And you're accusing that whole the whole I, all the people honey, with that name.
1: I, it's you know. My ex-girlfriend, who I threw myself through her window, she was a redhead. So maybe that is tarnished. You're biased.
0: You're biased. But I want to point out that red could be like light-skinned black people or people with red hair. Or, I I mean, I had a, um, a friend, Nadia, who is black with red hair and naturally red hair. And do you know that the officers would give her all kinds of hell? thinking she colored her hair and it was natural. Like she had to at one point have her mother send in baby pictures because the officers were giving her such a hard time. God. Audra Lee says, be called Buzz instead of Woody.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I, you know, I think that would have fit my personality better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had, uh, did y'all have a bunch of, uh, we had several green eyes. We had several oh, women yeah. had green eyes
0: yeah, if you had green eyes, you qualified for that nickname. <laughs> i want I want to say that um fetch banana has she has our nicknames picked out for us, and she would have called me y two k. And she would have called you Tavender.
1: I, I like it. Tavender. I mean, fetch banana, first of all, that's an excellent name, right? Like I love it. Uh, that would have been uh, your prison nickname. And um, I don't know, maybe it was. Uh, but I like that tavender because it's a nice play between lavender and Taylor, which is a song of hers. Yeah. Uh, well
0: done. You know well what? Done. Fetch banana. You know Toonchi so well because I didn't even catch that lavender was the color of Taylor Swift's whatever and the tea was for Taylor I missed it I completely missed it well guess what that may not be what she intended that's, that's how I you interpreted said. it that's how you read it and Desiree says little bit yep little, little bit mm-hmm. absolutely um big country we had a big country and a big hungry oh big hungry Mm-hmm. Yeah, big hungry. Big, we had several big countries, country, country fried. We had a country fried. <laughs> Damn, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, what?
1: yeah, I don't know. H towns, we had H. Well, an H town was usually more of a, a call out, a shout out, like your group of Barbies was more of a you know, H town in the house, you know.
0: Yes, like that. Yeah, that didn't that didn't go. So I want to I have a video to play. Should we play Mm -hmm. Jumpsuit Pablo's?
1: Sure, let's do that. And then we can talk more slang.
0: Yes, let's do it. So (laughs) Jumpsuit Pablo um, did about the same amount of time as me. I think like 10 (laughs) or 11 years um, on a men's unit. Obviously, Uh, he's a funny guy, but he's telling the story about how he got his prison nickname.
2: When you first get to prison, if you're like me, you're not from the hood. You're not gonna go in there and I already know a bunch of people from before prison. And so you're gonna get a nickname probably within the first one to two days. I leave my cell and I'm walking to the main bathroom. I had just woken up and got out of bed. So I kind of had messy hair. I heard somebody yell from across the rock. (laughs) "Hey, yo,
1: Cowlick.
2: I didn't know who he was talking to. Looked like he was looking at me, but couldn't be me. My name's not Cowlick, so I keep walking. Next thing you know, another inmate taps me on the shoulder. yo, Cowlick. Big D wants you. Big D. Oh, no. Oh, no. I am here for 10 years. I refuse to spend all 10 of them being called Cowlick. That's not going to happen. I knew I had to act quick. A nickname? It picks up and it picks up fast. you got to kill it before it even gets started. I mean, damn, at least let me be something cool. Tom Shanks, Shank Hill, Shanky Doodle, even. So I walk over there to Big D, and before he even gets started with what he wanted to talk to me about, I go ahead and let him know. Hey, man, by the way, my name is not Cowlick. You can just call me Dub. Dub, short for W. It's the first letter of my last name. (laughs) Fortunately, as big as Big D was, he was pretty respectful and nothing cool about it. He said, okay, my bad. Called me Dub, so did everyone else, or so I thought. It's about eight, eight and a half years later during the last year of my sentence. Someone, while we were on lockdown, needed to get me a message. They wrote a note and they gave it to the worker who does the mopping and sweeping, even when we're locked down, and they brought it to my cell. I pick it up. I looked at the name that was written on the front but it wasn't for me because this didn't say dub it said doug <laughs> d-o-u-g doug i'm not doug so i beat on the door hey man hey come back look here hey uh i think you gave this to the wrong guy man this is for doug and he looks at me like i'm crazy and he goes yeah you're doug my entire world was turned upside down i didn't even know who i was anymore the next day we got let out of our cells and I ran to at least 10, 11 people and asked them, Hey, what, what's my name? Spell my name, Doug, everyone, Doug, D-O-U-G Doug, Doug. This whole time, my legacy that I left behind in prison will forever be known as Doug. Just Doug.
1: <laughs> well, I am so glad that people will remember me as, as Tunchi and, and you as Marcy Simmons or one of the Barbies. I mean, I, I would I hate say, to be Doug. <laughs> without
0: the Marcy Simmons, you know, um, recently – Recently, some of my pictures were featured on a correctional officer's um, (laughs) Facebook group page, (laughs) and some of the uh, comments were screenshotted and sent to me, and there were like three comments that were like, oh, Marcy Simmons. And so the officers did call me that they, and I, you know, on social media, I'm Marcy Marie, my first and middle name. And it was just, it, it tickled me uh, cause I could picture him saying it. Oh, Marcy Simmons. So I love it. Well, you know,
1: so let's switch over to slang and you see in the video and in, in his storytelling that he's talking about, somebody wrote him a note, Marcy, what's the slang for a note? A kite. A kite, right? Like, so if you have to pass your girlfriend, like, hey, look, big thumbs, can you take my kite with you direct and give it to Lindsay, which turned into a big fight one time. But you, I mean, that is your written communication. So, what about flags?
0: Flags are stamps, but I want to flags are stamps. So, both of those terms completely confused me on different <laughs> yeah. occasions being new into the system. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Im- immediately, like, um, I get to d- the Dr. Lane Murray unit from Plain State because they weren't even really saying kite. That was like the intake unit. People are still fresh into the system. I had not heard that term. Well, I get to do- the Dr. Lane Murray unit and Somebody passes me in the dorm. I had been there maybe three days and they're like, Hey, are you Marcy? Yeah. Okay. I I have a kite for you in my cubicle. What? (laughs) (laughs) What? Seems
1: awfully big, right? (laughs)
0: right? I'm on this maximum security prison and I'm already like I was nervous. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not somebody that's gonna say, Hey, I went in and I was whatever, big, bad. No, girl, I was scared. I was scared going to that prison. I'm not going to lie. I was scared. So I was already nervy and on edge, but trying to play cool. So I'm like, okay, you know, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, what the heck in my mind, I'm like, what the heck is this kite? And I, I was too, I didn't want to seem uncool. So I was not going to ask anyone. (laughs) So I just waited. I just lived my life. Like that conversation never took place. And Till the girl walks by my cubicle and throws the note. And I'm like, what is, what's this? That's a kite. You got a kite. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It turned out that a girl that I was with, um, in the dorm at my first prison, the intake prison, she had already been at Murray and she heard I was on the unit and she sent word, Hey girl, I got you. What do you need? Like, it's all good. You want to work with me? That kind of thing. She was looking out for me, but I didn't have a clue. So my next big thing was I'm working in kitchen commissary because that girl got me a job off of host squad. I only survived that job for a short time too, <laughs> but I was working in the kitchen, stocking inventory, unloading trucks and, It's it's business back there. Right. I mean, we're we're running a business out of the kitchen. And, And so I'm pretty green. And that's another term. I'm not sure if it's a prison term or just one that I wasn't familiar with before prison, which I was green, meaning I didn't know what the hell was going on. I hadn't been involved in any kind of inside operations inside criminal activity. Like I wasn't trafficking trading. I wasn't doing all of that yet. And so they're like, Hey, I need you to, you know, when we do this, I need you to pull this over here. And I'm like, huh? And they're like, man, we'll cut you in. We'll cut you in. Uh, We'll do 10 flags. And I'm like, huh? (laughs) (laughs) So confused. So confused. Well, they were they They were making money with their moving around operation and they were willing to cut me in. But I didn't I was too stupid to know what a flag was. What the hell? Ten flags? What's going on? Right. Like like you have all these
1: words that mean something out here. And like with any culture, the language is so important to that particular culture, right? And this, so you have these words. It reminds me of a Twilight Zone episode where this lady kind of shifts into a different reality where words suddenly mean totally different, like completely different things. Um, yeah, you know, and uh, some other that I, I see that Desiree mentioned, because, um, you know, we love, we love the relationship terms. Um, so <laughs> turned out...
0: Versus a turnout. (laughs) Oh, good, good, good one. So good, uh, good job on that. Uh, Good job putting those together. Yeah, well done. Your preparation for this podcast was was excellent. I'm so thoroughly impressed. And that's why things have gone so smooth.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I tried to give us a little bit more. Preparation um, so that we weren't staring at each other trying to, to remember while we were live. Um, but what, uh, what is a turnout versus being turned out?
0: Well, a turnout is, hey, uh, it's time for 7 a.m. education, education turnout. When does college turn out tonight? When are we turning out for chow? When are they letting us go? When are they opening the door? Right. And it's quite different from getting turned out. <laughs> <laughs> getting turned out tunchi since I feel like you always make me say the things that you know will embarrass me. Oh, girl. <laughs> getting, you're not going to tell us about when you got turned out? Girl, I'm just talking to you. <laughs> you. know what? I'm shutting this thing. So, so It was such a pleasure having you all tonight. And we're cutting it a little bit early. <laughs> um, no. So getting turned out is for if there was a woman that maybe had never been in any kind of lesbian relationship and the first time that they ever had sex, bam chicka wow, wow with another girl that was getting turned out. And so you would have people come in um, and, and, whether they were being truthful about it or not they would say like no i'm not i'm not into that strictly dickly <laughs> i'm not gay for this day <laughs> and um and then they would indeed sometimes get turned out months later sometimes years later <laughs> but they would often yeah man and those girls that you turn out
1: mm-mm, boy it becomes intense and obsessive. I mean, that's just my knowledge. Of um, So you never actually want to be, I I avoided that as much as possible because women get very intense after they get turned out.
0: Well, that Um, can be tricky. We'll just touch on it real fast because it doesn't have to do with nicknames or um, prison slang, but that can be tricky because women that are full-blown lesbian women in the free world they go to the penitentiary and they're around women that maybe have never experienced that maybe had never thought about that and then they're suddenly separated from every man and they enter into these relationships and it's not quite fair for people I mean it's it can get tricky right yeah
1: I um, I was looking at Desiree's <laughs> Since we're talking about this, um, (laughs) you have to, you have to, since we're on that topic. Desiree, thank you for, um, (laughs) thank you for that one. So um, another term is
0: called the power. Now, Marcy. (laughs) Uh -uh. Absolutely not. No, ma'am. Okay. Well, people will want to know what that is.
1: Because that's that's a big word. That's a big slang word in, in prison. And I'll just tell people very tactfully because we're on social media and they get all weird when you say certain things. The power would be a, a sexual behavior act that includes your entire hand, okay? So it was actually, the reason why it was called the power, I think, was that it it often was, um, done, um, as a show of dominance, really, um, for most relationships. Okay. So Marcy wasn't, she was like, I'm not doing that.
0: So how about holding jiggers? Oh yeah. Because someone was asking, is it juggers or jiggers, but it's absolutely jiggers. And that means it, Hey, can you give me jiggers? That means, can you watch for the law? Can you hold eyes? Give me eyes. That means watch for the law. I'm about to do something um, illegal. Like, it could be <laughs> anything illegal, right? Yeah, it, it could, could be. Um, I mean, it could be getting. Ugh, I don't even know what kind of stupid things. It could be going to the restroom when you weren't supposed to be. Like right. it, we could be racked up, and you weren't supposed to be going to the restroom at that time, but you really had to go.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know? Can you can you watch for me? It doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean. And so
1: I, while while Marcy is is doing her stuff, I'm like, girl, I hear keys. I hear keys and I hear keys means there is an officer coming, um, because they, which, you know, some of them would hold their keys so they wouldn't jingle. Mm-hmm. Um, but when they jingle and you could hear it, I'll tell a story one day, but you can hear it coming closer and Desiree will remember it. Um, that means the officer's coming. Uh, so another, um, two terms just while we're still on, uh, on the relationship stuff is stunting and showing out Girls yes. Stop showing out, right? And showing out means usually, at least for me, right? Like <laughs> some girl has made me mad. Um, I'm going to go out and show out on the rec yard with some other girl and in her face. Like whatever I'm doing, I'm doing to antagonize something. Mm-hmm. God, does race coming in hot with them now. High sighting. Yeah. High sighting. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what me and Marcy do a lot to each other. It's high yes, side.
0: because I know you might misinterpret but we do love each other and care about <laughs> each other. We are friends. <laughs> but we also drive each other just a little bit crazy. And so we do high side.
1: High side and or, or capping. You can call it high side or capping, which is to, it's really, and I remember when we were at the Airbnb for the board meeting, um, and I think it was, was it your mom said, my gosh, <laughs> Ooh, y'all are so rough with each other because we talk cash money shit all day long to each other. It's, a, it's a, kind of an affectionate
0: thing. It's a trauma response. Sure. <laughs> I, I'm quite certain of it. We have shared trauma and we are mean, ugly, hateful to each other. And in the comments, if you're catching some of the comments, those of you that are watching on Facebook, you're catching a little bit. Uh, of that (laughs) because they're calling each other names they don't they actually are friends and they do love each other it's just really funny and and, um, but wire for phone on that wire you getting on the wire Mm -hmm. Um, and then Desiree's coming in again talking about catch a square and that's oh you did that a lot yeah you put that hair up and took
1: them shoes off and you we're like, let's catch a square. What is that? What was that meaning?
0: Y'all were square dancing or breaking? <laughs> we're doing? squared up, posted up. We're. I'm getting ready to post up on this BIT. <laughs> like, <that's
1: laughs> <would> go down. <laughs> Y'all saw it. It was fixing it. It, it. it came out for a moment. Like it, it glazed <laughs> over your eyes, baby. You switched right then in front of everybody. I just want to say it. Listen,
0: I, it. I was about that life in there. I just look and sound this way folks I I did get but I did it sneaky I'll tell you what the coldest piece and that's another one a cold piece oh that's a cold piece <laughs> like that's a hard truth um, the the coldest one that I ever saw is my friend and um, shout out to deja Ramos who got home this year after 27 years in the penitentiary she, was mad at somebody and she came in, she worked in the yard. So she had like an orange vest on and work boots and gloves. And she comes in and she sits down next to me on the bench and she's like, man, so-and-so has been giving my friend hell, you know, and that girl lived in our building, but in a different pot. And she's like, man, I'm, I want to catch this girl. I want to catch her. And our other friend, uh, J.Lo, uh, who's still incarcerated, which is another common nickname, yeah, J-Lo. Yeah, she, sure. um, she's like, well, there she goes right there, my, my friend. And I was too green to know what she was doing. I did not know that her lacing her boots up and she took her vest off and tied her hair up. And she went right on out to that vestibule right in front of the laws and everything. It did not give a dang. And in that fight, she lost her shirt. The girl kept grabbing at her. So she came out of her shirt so she could Mm -hmm. keep swinging and Mm -hmm. she, she got taken to J two in her sports bra.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And we're not going to, we're not going to talk about it. We're going to be about it. Yes. Did you ever hear this one in the day room or just in the, in the dorm? girl boo girl boo girl boo means uh what are you looking at what do you mean uh please girl please that that's what girl boo means and don't watch me watch tv
0: (laughs) don't watch me watch tv you're uh you're watching me you should have been watching your kids in the world (laughs) (laughs) and that would just be if somebody just happened to be Glancing your way because guess what, guys? There's just not a whole lot to look at in there except right. for each other.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's it's people get real weird. Like, don't look for too long. And you know, I remember me and Serena were coming back from Rick and she had been locked up long and something happened, and we were walking, you know, in single file line, which drove me crazy. They just screamed it all the time. Single file line, single file. And somebody was fighting and arguing, and she stops and she's like I said, if you don't turn your nosy ass around, please mind your business, mind your business, mind your business.
0: Yes. Yeah. And frankly, you don't want to be watching. If something's happening, uh, you don't even want to, you want to be able to literally say, no, I don't have a clue when you're asked about it. Because oftentimes you will be asked about it, not only by staff, but. By girlfriends or friends or yeah, like, they're gonna hey, want did you, did you to go see? write a
1: statement. No, mm-hmm. no, I'm not doing any of that.
0: Absolutely not. Hey, Angel's talking about unlock, but that made me think about keeping it on lock, keeping mm-hmm. it on lock. So it's like um, if Brittany, hey, I, me and Brittany are together, and uh, somebody comes to me and's like, hey, Brittany was talking to uh, this other girl, dah, dah, dah. and I'm like, girl, I got that on lock. I ain't worried about that. That's on lock. (laughs) Because
1: if I find out, I'm going to go charge her up. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes. Charge her up. That's exactly right. Um, And I don't know who's on Facebook saying nothing embarrasses you, Marcy. Uh, I I want to know now. Okay. And then, Uh, of course, Gay for the Stay. Of course. Now, we we also have
1: to, which it can be gay for the state or gay for the state. We need to address this because Lori's going to, she's going to, this was the big debate. So when I was doing time at my units, when somebody um, dropped a lug, was it, did y'all say lug or slug? Because dropping a lug means that, you know, they dry snitched on you and dry snitching is you didn't outright Tell on me but you alluded to it so that the officer could put the pieces together
0: or you insulted me in an indirect way right like throwing slugs dropping slugs so that so i will tell you you both are right because it's slugs is the right one but somehow we turned that into lugs l-u-g Lori, I told you, I told you, bro. Yeah, we did. We did that. And I remember even at the time, (laughs) even at the time, uh, that seemed weird. Yeah, it wasn't right. So um, I want to guess who this is. (laughs) Was this person who says 32 years and I still like men, not my age. She likes younger men. And I'm going to guess it was someone at the board meeting.
1: I think it is. I can't find it in the
0: group. It was. It's Miss Jerry. Jerry. (laughs) Jerry was not gay for this day. And I have another friend who did quite a bit of time. And she did had one girlfriend her whole 29 years. And she'll tell you, but I wasn't really gay. I was a pillow princess. (laughs) (laughs) So... um. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. Well, let's make sure we mention Officer Gray Socks. Who is Officer
0: be. Gray Socks, Marcy? Officer Gray Socks. So, in the Texas state mm-hmm. prison system, the socks that are issued to incarcerated people are gray. Everything else we wear is mm-hmm. white, but we have these gray socks. And Officer Gray Socks is somebody trying to regulate the dorm. Or somebody that might snitch, like somebody's like, hey, y'all aren't supposed to be saving seats. Girl, Officer Gray Sox, get on out of here. You are not running this thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> And
1: so what will happen is Officer Gray Sox is going to run you in, right? So
0: that's the term for telling, snitching, yeah. is being run in. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you, if the law were coming, you might say keys, you might say 5 or we had a particular law that came in and she was code red. And that was just straight up. When she came in the building, everybody went to their cubicle because she was a terror. And I want to tell you, people feared her and not in a good way, but because she was aggressive and over-policed things and wrote cases, found reasons to write cases and take your property. And she was our safe prisons sergeant. (laughs) Can you believe it? She was who we were supposed to trust if we had been sexually harassed or something of that nature, which happens all the time in women's prisons, a lot from staff, and we could not go to her.
1: Oh, no, no. You know, I don't know at what point the safe prison sergeant on women's units became more powerful than the major in terms of fear and terror and contraband and and compliance and all this shit that wasn't even their their job but for sure
0: yeah yeah, it, I don't know either, but that's that's how it goes down. And it's not just my experience, it's the experience of a lot of women in a lot of different units. And I want to say the chat is going crazy. And I appreciate all of you for being here so much. If we missed your question, you can drop it again and I'll try to catch it. But it's so many, I can't scroll back up. So I appreciate it. And now might be a good time to mention that we do appreciate your comments so much. Go ahead and hit that like button. If you're not subscribed to us, if you're watching on YouTube, please do subscribe to At On The Yard on YouTube. And after this live ends, we would appreciate it so much if you shared this live. Uh, and that helps us reach a broader audience. If you are listening on Spotify or Apple Music or anywhere that you're listening to your favorite podcasters, write us a review. That helps us so much, more than you know. That little act means so much to us, and we appreciate it. And Brandon is making fun of you, Toonch. <laughs> Brandon I, said you Brandon, created stalkers. I, I
1: did. Desiree has known me since I was 17. 18 years old. And uh, yeah, I mean, um, uh, you know, how does he say in Anchorman? I'm kind of a big deal. I uh, mean, you know? <laughs> hey, but Marcy, I want to remind people if they're listening on, uh, if they go to the Spotify for podcasters platform where our profile uh, is, they can leave a voice memo and we can actually play that um, and use that during a broadcast. So y'all check that out. I would love to Have some video memos that we can play and answer.
0: Um, Absolutely. And Desiree says, you better know me. And I want to just say that if if you get into a little verbal altercation or even just a slight, like it doesn't have to be an escalated. But I would just say, you better ask somebody about me. (laughs) I just look this way. Like (laughs) like the people that know me or the people that have been on this unit know how I get down. So you better ask somebody before you come my way. <laughs> well, Marcy, we've,
1: we've nailed a lot of it. There's still so much more to go. Um, and I, you know, it's so funny that quite frankly, we all still use that lingo and it comes out, um, <laughs> probably in more professional moments than I, I intend, but I think that's what makes us unique and kind of, kind of keeps our bonds together.
0: I I think so too. And I do catch us kind of throwing some of that slang together and people that didn't do time and that are in our space kind of look a little bit, but, but it is something that does bond us together and that's, it's unique for us. And I like it. I like holding on to some of that culture, right? Not the negative things, but some of that culture, um, yeah, I think that, I think it's good. And man, the chat is going crazy. I wish we had another hour, but we don't, maybe we need to revisit this topic um, in a few weeks. Like maybe we need to come back because it's, they're going hard in this chat, Toonch, and they have lots more ideas for us. Uh, and we definitely, we're here for it. We appreciate y'all so very much.
1: For sure. Yeah. I mean, it's always fun to to talk about, people always want to know about the culture in there, like all the the little nuanced things that we did as women and and to compare them to like, do the men do these things? And the men have their own kind of, we could always have a, a, another guy back on. Maybe we can ask one of the Texas guys that we know to kind of get on and compare some of our languages and stuff.
0: Yeah, we've got to, we've got to do it. So maybe we could shoot for that for next week, but can't promise it because we were, we have to work on their schedule. What's a backup plan?
1: What are we talking about next week?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I want to do a comparison. That's a great idea. So if we can get somebody, but you guys in the chat, any suggestions for next week? Um, And otherwise, we definitely... Will and Desiree, there's no there's no ideas in the chat, and I'm just gonna leave that right there. Um, (laughs) So Desiree coming in hard with the final thoughts. um, I'm not gonna say it, so you're gonna have to come if you're listening. You're gonna have to come see us on YouTube and just fast forward to see her last thoughts. But (laughs) let's do a comparison: guys versus girls prisons. Let's let's do that and. um, How's that sound, Toonch?
1: Yeah, that sounds great. I, I, I always love um, battling out with the guys when, uh... yeah, I think we'll have
0: a good discussion. <laughs> I think so, too, and we appreciate you guys so very much um, for joining us, and that's right. I'll just, quick reminder of what's coming up, upcoming events, is we will be in Houston next weekend. Is that already next weekend? Oh my God, weeks. is
1: it? No, I think it's next weekend, Marcy.
0: So I fly to Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, yeah, we have some things going on, but we will be in Houston at the park. Toonch, do we know the name of the park? Brandon Warren, if you put it in the chat, I'll say it out loud and people <laughs> can come. Yes, it's open for formerly incarcerated folks to join us um, at that part. Um, the 29th and the 30th of September. And I don't know the park's name.
1: Well, it'll be um, an event hosted by Lee College about Texas prisons, higher education opportunities. Um, The first day, Friday, will be conferency stuff. And then Huntsville State Park the next day, there'll be some stuff for formerly incarcerated folks. um, And I believe Marcy's presenting on something on that Saturday.
0: I am. We're going to do talk about advocacy through storytelling and the importance of self story. Um, Huntsville state park, the 29th or that'll be the 30th and we'll be there that morning. But you guys follow us on social media. We'll be talking about it there on Facebook, Instagram and all that good stuff. So any final thoughts Toonch?
1: I just, boy, that took me back. Um, And I really love the switch uh, that happened. Um when you got cranked up. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it that's how it goes that quick. We forgot ball headed hoe games. Yeah, Yeah. ball headed hoe games. And we don't mean any disrespect to ball headed people. It's just a term that we used when people were playing those silly games, uh those very dramatic, grimy games that that they play. Um
0: it's playing them old ball ball headed hoe games. (laughs) And we'll leave you with that. Thank you guys for joining us. We love you all. all right, bye. Thank you all for hanging out with us on the Rec Yard Women's Prison Podcast with Marcy Marie and Tootie. Make sure and subscribe to our channels so you'll never miss a rec night.